Hey everyone, welcome to the How To Gurus, a podcast with honest conversations from everyday people about how to do this thing called life. I'm your host, Tiffany, and this is episode 18. In this episode, you are going to hear your other host, Craig, and I discuss how to persevere. I'm going to read you a Bible verse about perseverance. We find this in Romans chapter 5, starting in verse 3 and going through verse 4. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And isn't that what we all want? We want to feel hopeful about our life and hopeful in this world. Sometimes to achieve that, we have to work that muscle and persevere through some challenging things. And it might be a small mundane thing that we're persevering through, or it might be a really big life thing that we are having to be persistent at. But regardless of what your current state is in your life, I hope that you find some encouragement as you listen to Craig and I discuss specific situations in our life that we've had to persevere through, but also just overall perseverance in life. And I hope that you can find some takeaways. I hope that you will share this show with a friend who maybe is going through a hard time or who maybe has encouraged you along the way about how to keep keep at it in your life and you want to share this with them and send them a thank you for how they've shown up for you. Go ahead and do that. Just click that little button on your podcast listening app and send them a text and share this show with them. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. We appreciate the support we continue to receive with our podcast. Now on to the episode. Hey, Tiff. Hey, Craig. Hey. How are you today? I'm trying to learn how to persevere. Uh, <laughs> Stop. So for the listener, yeah. Craig and I are sitting down getting ready to podcast and we have two microphones in our podcast studio, aka the corner of our bedroom. And my microphone for literally the whole time I feel like that we've been doing this podcast. Easy. It's not been the whole time. It's been floppy. Like I go to touch it and but move you touch it, it a lot. Close to my mouth. I don't touch it a lot. <laughs> I go to move it close to my mouth and it just like flops down and Craig's like, quit messing with it. And he's over there, as he's saying it, he's over there messing with his. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything different with mine than you're doing with yours. (laughs) So we've got to figure out what's not tight about it. So it's tight now. He figured it out. (laughs) So thank you, babe, for fixing my microphone. (laughs) I just persevered with it and you weren't. And then he told me that he had to persevere through my attitude. So guess what today's topic is? <laughs> how to have perseverance how or to have perseverance. how to persevere. I'm not sure how we'll title it, but it'll be something along that lines because I feel like perseverance is the theme of our life right now. And it's been a theme yeah. probably for our whole life. I think it should be. But specifically recently, we've had to really have some perseverance because we've had some changes and some new things going on. Perseverance matters. It's important. It does. Mm-hmm. What have you had to persevere with lately, babe? Oh, goodness. (laughs) Right now, I'm persevering through starting this business. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of steps, a lot of learning curves. This was a long week for you, I feel like. Yeah. It's just that the beginning of it was like, boom, super start and super going. And now it's like, oh, gosh, it's getting deep. You know, that type of thing. So Some of the excitement's worn off a little bit, maybe. And like some of the reality set in. No? I don't think the excitement's worn off. I'm pretty excited about it still. It's just 
the nerve wracking part of kind of getting deeper into the processes. Yeah. So, but it's good. I get that. Yeah. I feel like lately I'm persevering with this podcast. Yeah. Even though it's a lot of fun, I really enjoy it. And it's just a hobby that we've yeah. developed. Like, it's just a new thing I've had to yeah. learn. And it's easy sometimes just be like, okay, well, that was fun. We did that. Yeah. The end, you know, conquered that. But I really enjoy it. And I think you really enjoy it. But the behind the scenes is. It's a lot of work and yeah. it's something I've added to our schedule and to my schedule. And we have probably, I would say right now, we average about 60 listens an episode, which is wow. good. Yeah, that's a lot of reaches yeah. and we really appreciate those 60 people who are doing that. And as you look back at our older episodes, they're growing. So it's like when someone finds us, they maybe start at the beginning. So our newer episodes yeah. don't have as large of a reach yet as what our older episodes do. I think our very first episode has like... 240 listens or something wow. like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not nothing, yeah. but also it's a lot of hours in my week because yeah. you and I sit down for an hour to record mm-hmm. and then it takes me twice that to edit because I have to listen to the whole thing again yeah. on my computer and then I cut out long pauses or butts or ums or you knows. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I told Craig last week after I edited our podcast. So in the beginning of our podcast. Well, if you've never had to do this type of thing, you don't realize how much you say certain words. You don't. And I'm the same way. Yeah. You you don't realize the phrases that you use or how much you pause or the um, rhythm of your speaking. Yeah. And so, Editing goes a long way. Yeah. I say and so. See, I just said it. I say and so a lot. Yeah. In the beginning, we both said um a lot. Yeah. And we both were like, okay, we're going to try to work on that. And so I told you last week, I said, so you have replaced your ums with, you know, you know, <laughs> and I think if so I you just, know, it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and when we're having a normal conversation, cause you and I talk to each other a lot. Uh-huh. I mean, every day, right. We talk yeah. to each other, have a full on conversation. Sometimes more than right. others, but yeah. Right. But most every day we have a full on conversation about something more than yeah. just conversation in passing or speaking in passing. I feel like we I have persevere a, and have a good conversation with you. You do. You're very good at that. <laughs> and as we're talking, I don't notice that even right now, as we're having this conversation, I don't really notice. You don't even hear it. No. Yeah. But when right. I sit down to edit, I'm doing it more with a critical ear and I'm trying oh, to yeah. think of the listener. I'm trying to spare you guys is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> From our ums and you knows and and so that kind of thing. Well, you are sparing them because you started a podcast, you know, cuz I got a face for radio. <laughs> You've mentioned that. Yeah. You also mentioned in an episode that I had a face for radio. I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> no, I did. It's didn't. recorded proof. Oh, damn. I even made a reel about it for Instagram. Well, they know that's not true. <laughs> it is it. true. But perseverance no, is not. not a bad thing. That's I'm not saying like, oh, this podcast is so hard. I don't want to yeah. do it anymore. I'm just saying it's something where I really like it. I've learned yeah. this hobby. I've developed this hobby. Yeah. And I have a lot of fun doing it, but it is something I'm having to persevere at because it's a learning curve and like learning the social media and the marketing type stuff behind it. And not Mm -hmm. that you have to do all of that. Like you can just record and you don't have to edit. You can just throw it out there. But that's, I'm trying to do it with excellence. I'm trying to do it quote for real. Trying to make it sound good. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to imitate what I've heard. And there's certain podcasts that I don't listen to as much because of content or sound quality or that I've just quit listening to altogether because of some of those things. And then also sometimes, yeah. And also sometimes maybe you forget about a podcast because if you're like Mm -hmm. me, you subscribe to a lot of them and you might kind of forget about it. So then when you see them post something on social media, it reminds you, oh yeah, I do like that podcast or they post their 
episode information. You're like, ooh, that one sounds good. So maybe you don't listen to every single episode. Yeah. But when they post something, you're like, I want to go back. So I'm trying to keep all that in mind and really kind of model ours after some of those things. But it does. It's not easy. Like it's, oh. you know, well, but it's fun. Super fun. And that's kind of, that's a good descriptor and definition of kind of what I'm going through with the business too, is just, there's so much and so many little things. And so like when you're talking about like social media and all that kind of stuff, I mean, I'm glad I don't have to do that. You know, we have a marketing team that does that. So oh, in your business, I can't yeah. imagine if I had to actually take the time to do that too. And, yeah. you know, trying to keep up with everything. So there's a lot of intricate details of any business mm-hmm. and of any adventure that you take on. And I mean, this podcast for you is kind of like a little business, even though we don't make any money at it. But no, I think we've made $10. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, $10, but hey, $10, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. What but I'm learning. You know what I'm saying is, is it's still something that you're taking on adventure, a business, whatever that is, that takes a mental toll on you, a physical toll on you, a, just that perseverance to be able to say hey there's a greater picture at the end or there's just something fun at the end or whatever you know and so everything with like my business and stuff is all always from the get-go is hey this is a marathon you know there's a longer term goal in effect you know and that's even with what I do in coaching others that's the same thing that I tell them we're not going through this experience so that tomorrow you get what you're looking for we go through this experience so that you can see your life goals and your life dreams come to come true and you know that could take five more years Mm mm-hmm but you've got to have a goal for the next five years just to persevere through that and to get right. to something that might be, you know, a whole lot better than what you came from. So, yeah. so yeah, perseverance is hard. It's just, it's something difficult. You know, we've done that in several different areas of our marriage with our kids, with our just marriage between you and I. Mm-hmm. I mean, perseverance really, some people can be weak. And at yeah. times we go through phases where we are weak oh, for and where sure. we're yes. strong in perseverance. Yeah, we're not good at it all the time. No, not at all. No, no not at all. That's what I'm, I'm, when I say some people, I'm talking about myself. Yeah. I'm saying it's a learned some skill people, and you have to exercise it. Yeah. Often. I mean, yes. I could be, I mean, most people probably look at me and or think that I'm a confident person or I'm very diligent at what I do because whenever mm-hmm. I do something, I do tend to stick to it. But yeah, whenever. It boils down to it. Sometimes, you know, it does take a lot of perseverance for me because I can get easily distracted. And I think Mm -hmm. distractions get us so much. And that's distractions. When we talk about perseverance, to me, distractions is a huge curse for perseverance. I think we get so distracted by what others are doing, what maybe how somebody else would do it, how, and I'm getting that. And I'm I'm speaking of this because I'm getting that from my business. I'm getting Mm -hmm. that from life. You know, we get different people are in different stages of life. And so if you have goals or if you have a thought process or you're doing like for me, like painting the truck, you know, I'm so distracted right now. Got a truck I'm working on and I'm trying to get it painted. Yes. Which is a big project. Yeah. But I haven't touched it in weeks. Yeah. And it's because my goals are on the business right now, which mm-hmm. needs to be. But at the same time, it's like I'm just easily distracted and pulled away. So it's like just on the back burner. So it's like I've just kind of left it, you know, yeah. and not done anything with it because of distractions. And I think that goes over into so many areas of what it takes to be somebody that can persevere and do good mm-hmm. at their goals and at their tasks and stuff like that is to try to figure out and identify your distractors. And the things oh, that's that good. the things that will pull you away, yeah. Because for me, it's anything, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> I can get so it's like ADD squared sometimes, you know. I can just be like, yeah. Then sometimes the distraction, the distraction part is just the TV. You mm-hmm. know, it's not that I'm doing something; I'm just wasting time. 
because mentally we're drained. And that's where I think we're a lot of people are, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. in in the world today, because we're so mentally pulled from every direction. I joke and say, you know, that I'd love to be living in like the 60s or 70s because it was a simpler time. (laughs) But the reality is, is that we are mentally pulled in so many different directions that, you know, those distractions get hard on us and hard for us to focus on what our goals are. Absolutely. And I think that technology like social media on our phones, that can be a huge distraction. I know that is for me, it's easy to think, oh, I'm going to sit down and look at Instagram or whatever for 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And before you know it, it's 30 or 40 minutes. It just can go by so quickly. We actually, um, I have a friend, shout out Elizabeth, who I've known for years and years. And she is the mom of four very small children. She has like four kids under three and a half or something like that. And she has recently set a rhythm in her life where she removes her social media from her phone during the week, literally deletes the apps. So if she wants to, then she can get out her computer and get on them that way. But how prone are we to really do that? You know, yeah, not very prone, no. but how prone are we just to, cause our phone is pretty much always with us yeah. and she stays home with her kids. So of course her phone is close by. Cause if you have an emergency or somebody texts you or whatever, you know, your phone is close yeah. by. So it's just easy to pick it up and start scrolling and not really yeah. just use it as a phone. Like I need yep. to contact somebody for this side or the other. So she has started deleting social media from her phone during the week so that she can be present yeah with the task at hand and not be distracted. So she can persevere through these challenging years of raising Mm -hmm. infants and toddlers and preschoolers. Like that's a lot of work in her every day. And being a wife. What? And being a wife. Yes. And being a wife. Because you listed all the tasks that had to do with the house and the children, but she has another huge role of being a a wife to her husband and not letting that go by the wayside. Right. And then being involved in her church and being involved yep. in her extended family. I mean, yes. there's. And she does have a job. What Even though you she's a home mom, she does have a job too. Right. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, is what you listed was what seems overwhelming to me, you know, as yes. a full time job. Right. And what I was trying to make a point is, is she's got way more stuff that she has to do. So being focused on that. Yes. And trying to make sure that she's giving that focus is pretty amazing. That's pretty I good. think she's done. Yeah. And I messaged her and I'm like, you are being such a beautiful example at how to set rhythms in our life and how to establish a boundary. And it doesn't mean that she's going to do this forever. It's just what she's trying to do right now so that she yeah. can stay focused and persevere through all these things that God has blessed her with. And she wants to steward them well. Right. So then she does put it back on her phone for the weekend and she'll post yeah. stuff about her kids and stories and stuff. And then usually on like Sunday nights, you'll see her be like, okay, off for the week. You'll see you next weekend. And she'll That's post a story about that. But I'm like, that's, that's a good definition of perseverance. Like she's yeah. got all these goals in her life that she wants to achieve. And when I think of perseverance too, and you were talking about our marriage and our family and the things that you and I have gone through together and perseverance, I think about the house that we remodeled. Oh gosh. <laughs> that took so much perseverance. We thought it was going to take like a couple years and we were just going to do all the work ourselves. Oh, I think we first started out, we thought it was going to be like six months. It was going to be a six-month project. <laughs> I don't project. remember talking we're about done. six months, but I, I do think it was. Thinking. I think it was probably a year that we had a goal. It was like a year or something like that. And it took like five years. Yeah. First of all, it took us a little while to get started. And then, I don't know, we just, it was hard work. So what we were doing was putting up drywall. Well, we had an old house paneling. that had paneling. The so whole house was The paneling. entire house. And even the ceiling was like this really weird foam stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was weird. Was. It was like, old, it's those, like in your old houses. It's from the 70s. Yeah. 
So we thought, well, we'll just cover all this with sheetrock, which I, me, Tiffany, have no, I know I have <laughs> never done anything like that. So yeah. Craig was the mastermind behind it, and he taught mm-hmm. me how to use a power drill and hang drywall, and he taught me how to mud drywall and sand yeah. drywall, and taught me how to paint. Yeah. And we did literally every yeah, room of the house. house, and it was three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a big living room, a dining room, and a kitchen. Yeah, it, and it turned out nice. Not small. Mm-hmm. Turned out real nice. And you gutted both bathrooms. Yep, completely remodeled the bathroom. The only thing we didn't completely remodel was the, is kitchen. the kitchen. Yeah. I mean, we changed out the sink and the appliances and stuff like that, but we didn't do any remodel. Mm-mm. No, we yeah. didn't do like new counters or cabinets or anything. Mm-mm. And we didn't do any, well, we did some flooring in both bathrooms a little yeah. bit, right? But we yeah. didn't do any flooring in the kitchen or the living room. Mm-hmm. But we really thought, oh, we'll get this done. But what would happen is we would lose perseverance. Yes. <laughs> because once you, you get burnt out, you get so burnt out because we both were working all day. We didn't have kids at yeah. this point. I don't, we would have not done it. No. <laughs> I don't think if we had kids, but we both worked all day mm-hmm. and then we would come home at what, five o'clock yeah. and need to eat dinner. And then it'd be six o'clock. And then we would start hanging drywall or mudding drywall or sa- sanding was the worst. Yeah, sanding the, worst. the drywall. We'd have to like try to hang plastic so that the dust didn't go Through everywhere. And so then it would get hot because we were like hanging the plastic in the doorways. I don't know. It was, and you're having to sand overhead because mm-hmm. we did the ceilings. It was so hard. And we really thought, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll do this room. Then we'll just move on and boom, boom, boom. We'll just knock it out. No, we would get done with our room and then we would take months off. Like we cannot do this again. <laughs> well, I think a little bit of that had to do with finances too. That is but, true. We were not, we paid cash for, we everything, paid cash for we everything. We did not get any kind of a HELOC or loan. No, we did not yeah. put anything on a credit card. We were truly paying. So I don't think it's a hundred percent that we would just take months off because we were not persevering. That's I mean, true. That's a good point. We had to. We had to watch how we did it. We were being persevering in other areas. Per- yeah. We were per- yeah. persevering per- yeah. in other areas, like our finances, yeah. trying to make sure, yeah. okay, now we're going to need $1,000 to do yeah. this next room. Because when I look at that so, project, you know, when I look back, I don't see it that way. I don't see it as good. us being like, oh, we took off two months. I mean, I know we got tired of it in the two months mm-hmm. or a month here that we took off was nice. And yes, it was like put it out of sight, out of mind because we were burn out you know doing it but yes at the same time i look back and i'd look at it more from the financial standpoint save up money and we yeah, persevered to make true. sure we paid cash for everything that we did it there definitely a project of perseverance uh, all the way around and i'm glad that the we did funniest it. story out of the entire project when i spilled paint all over the floor yeah. <laughs> trying to be cute i don't remember how that happened i got you with paint i was rolling and i rolled the back of your arm and oh. you were up on a ladder and you flipped around somehow and you stepped off the ladder right onto a five gallon paint bucket, <laughs> knocked, knocked it, it over, over onto in carpet. the carpet <laughs> and uh, we just laughed. We did. We just had to laugh because I picked on you and you were acting like you were going to come after me or something and you just stepped right on that five gallon bucket and knocked it over. Gray paint, I think, so I all got, over. Our gray carpet started so blending. <laughs> yeah, well... We got the shop vac and started dumping water and shop vacing it out and 
got it all up. I mean, you never could tell one that got done. No, we really did get it all up. I think that some of the grace in that is that the carpet wasn't super nice carpet. Like, wasn't yeah. super great carpet. And it was gray, and the paint was gray. So, it yeah. did kind of all, but it didn't stain. If that would have been, we painted our bathroom red. Yeah. That would have been that red. Been red. It would have ruined it. Yes. Yeah. But fortunately, it was gray. But, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I couldn't remember exactly how it went down that I knocked it over. I do remember knocking over a can of paint yeah. all over the floor. It wasn't just a can of paint. I think it was the five-gallon bucket thing that was the hardest. See, I don't even it wasn't remember. full. It yeah. wasn't full. It was like probably, it may have had a gallon or two at the bottom of it. I mean, it wasn't like it was the full five gallons, but mm-hmm. it was more than just one little oops. I tell you another area in my life that has taken perseverance is parenting. Mm-hmm. It is, especially when they were newborns, you're so excited and it's so sweet to have a newborn. But man, those nights after nights after nights of interrupted sleep. It's so challenging and persevering through that and trying to have a good attitude the next day. And we were wanting to be diligent about keeping our babies on a schedule. And sometimes that was hard because you just, you want to just give up for that day (laughs) and be like, whatever they want today is fine. I'm just so tired. (laughs) Yeah. And I do, I think that that is a huge struggle for our society because I do believe that a lot of parents don't persist. Yeah. They don't persevere because it does get hard and it gets so overwhelming. And then it's just like, oh, forget this. I'll just, I'm doing the best I can, you know, and then just give up, you know, Mm -hmm. and do, they let their kid control them, you know, if it's the time thing or they just like, like, cause even with like discipline, Mm -hmm. disciplining, I mean, that takes so much perseverance because sometimes it's easy to look the other way. Yeah. You get tired of saying no to the same things or stop doing this, stop doing that. And you're like, hey, you got to you got to stay consistent there. So consistency is a key. Where do we pull that from? Do you think like in your life when you're like right now with your business, we're talking about new, you're self-employed. I don't remember if we mentioned that on previous episodes, but Craig has bought a franchise. So he's self-employed as a career ownership coach. So it really is kind of all on you like to make this Mm -hmm. a success of course you did buy a franchise so you have a lot of support through training and team members and things like that with your franchise but it's easy to get maybe frustrated or to feel down because like it's up to you to make the money you know you've got Mm -hmm. to persevere to for the money to come and persevere for the business to be a success and there's just Mm -hmm. so much coming at you with learning everything new and where do we where do you get the like the hope to persevere the encouragement to persevere well I think for me whenever you have a goal and you see the the ending in sight that that's where you get the hope is the the ending goal you know the ending vision of where you're wanting to go and what you want to be but I think then when you go deeper with that whenever you think about the how where do where do I get the strength? Because the strength yeah. to pers- to persist and to stick with stuff and the hope I think is two different things. Because the strength that you know, I think we get a lot from, I mean, number one, you know, God gives us the persistence that we need. Because a lot of times we give up. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, He's the only one that gives us that strength. But we also get that through encouragement through others. Yeah, I think encouragement and from others it just goes a long way. I've had a lot of people. Several people that when I told them what I was going to be doing, they told me that, you know, they were like, hey, this is it's a marathon, you know, just just keep up. You're going to do great. You're going to do great. You know, encourage me quite a bit. So that's always helpful when you have a good support group around you. So from that perspective, I think that's probably where that comes from. That's what I was thinking for me. It's other people around me, for sure. Just having those encouragers in your life who you are sharing your life with that can come around you and like in parenting since that's what I was talking about having people who are in it with you at the same stage can be helpful but also having Mm -hmm. people that have gone before you 
yeah. and have kids maybe a little bit ahead of you. And you were talking about goals. Yeah. I think partnering with people who have the same goals, like in parenting, yeah, yeah. partnering with parents who have the same goals in parenting as you do can be or, helpful. Or you can look at it from the flip side, partnering with people that are doing it completely opposite and you go, Oh yeah, I don't want to do that. That's true too. There's, <laughs> there is true. No, but there is truth in that. Like maybe you're not uh, going to them for advice, but you're just doing life with them. Yeah. And well, I mean, it goes even more than just kids. I mean, right. it goes in life too. I mean, you can have a life goal of finances or the business or you know, anything and just, it could totally get derailed, you know, yes. because of your choices, but we got to have persistence to stick with it and to get back on track or whatever. And then whenever you, if you have somebody else that is like, ah, forget it. I wasn't going to do that. You're just like, <laughs> and then you see where they end up. You're get pretty fired up to be like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I want to stay with it. I want to keep going. So, yeah. And I think setting a goal, you were dead on when you said that it, if you don't set a goal for something, then why would you persevere? Right. Because what really is what's the reason? Like, what are you shooting for? What are you going for? And I know sometimes life brings us something we have to persevere through that you can't necessarily set a goal about. Like maybe there's an accident in your family and someone's in the hospital. Those are situations obviously that come to you that you did not plan for. So you can't necessarily have a thought out goal about that. But I think once you get through maybe the shock of it, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's going to be a long-term healing situation or something like kind of setting small goals, like I'm just going to get out of bed tomorrow, (laughs) you know, but seriously, like that's, yeah, yeah, that's a way to persevere through like a tragedy or through a really traumatic event or traumatic time. It's just, I can't set a goal from five years from now necessarily for this thing, but I can set a goal for tomorrow that, you know, I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to get up. Yeah. A new persistent. So I think just the the thought of having a goal is good for sure. What are other things in your life that you feel like you've had to persevere through? I don't, I'm not necessarily kind of thinking about what I've had to persevere through. I guess I'm looking at it at, from a standpoint of how, when in my, in my life, do I persevere and think about mm-hmm. what keeps me from being able to do it. And, you know, I said distractions. And the other thing that I was kind of thinking about was contentment. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we can be on point to persevere through something in life. And then we just get discontented by... Well, we didn't, you know, it's not coming fast enough. Mm -hmm. It's not happening the way I want it to happen. It's not going the way I want it to go. And then just being content and saying, all right, this is because this is my path. And this is maybe where God is trying to strengthen me or something's happening that God is allowing to happen so that maybe I didn't need to get to that point yet. Mm, And so I got to learn to be content with it. So I think that's the biggest thing with persistence to me that through the things that we go through in life is we've got so many things that like get us off track. You know, like I said, like I said, the distractions and then now the contentment part. I think those go hand in hand, you know, because sometimes we get distracted by the fact that we're so discontented and by the (laughs) stage that we're in, you know, we're not far enough that we should be or we're behind on what our goal is or our kids aren't acting right and we somehow screwed it all up whenever they were born. You know, we brought them home from the hospital wrong. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, there's... We get dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we get dramatic. Yeah. So I guess I'm thinking about it from that standpoint rather than an exact situation of Mm -hmm. where I'm persevering in life or where I have. I think contentment is a good thing to bring up when it comes to perseverance. That's a good correlation. When we are trying to persevere through something in our life, or when we're setting a goal yeah. for something in our life, I think it's good to maybe check ourselves. Like, why is that my goal? Yeah. Yeah. Is this my goal because I want to look like someone else? Right. Is it because you see someone else have something or someone else doing something? Oh, yeah. 
And so then you set your goal to be like them when maybe that's not what God's intended for you. So in setting goals and in having goals, I think staying in prayer with God is important. Like, okay, God, what Mm -hmm. do you have for me? And while it's important to have goals, I think holding on to those goals loosely, like we've talked about that some with finances, yeah. yeah, that goals can change. Career goals can change. Financial goals can change. And while I think it's good to have a plan, it's also good to be able to vary from that plan. Right. And that's not a lack of perseverance. That's just wisdom. Right. You know, and just persevering through the changes. Like, well, I thought this is how my life was going to look for the next five years or the next 10 years. And then when something comes up, like maybe you get fired from your job, like that wasn't on your plan, you know? So persevering through that and talking to God about, okay, well, how does this change? Just that's kind of just like life perseverance, you know? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can even dumb it down for me, just persevering through, you know, like talking about messing with that truck that I'm trying to restore, Mm -hmm. you know, my goal was before I started my business to have it at least completely primed, you know, and ready to paint. But some of the body work just wasn't the way I wanted it. So I had to step back and punt, you know, and try to take a little more time with it. So again, there it sits. But did you say step back and punt? Yeah. Is that a football term? Mm, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, just in life, sometimes, you know, things aren't going the right way. I mean, the ultimate goal is for the touchdown. So yeah, you got to step okay. back and punt, you know, because you didn't make it. You didn't get to that goal. You didn't get to the right thing, or maybe something's confusing, or maybe something's out of bounds, you know, mm-hmm. with what you're trying to do. And yeah, you got to step back and punt and just get ready to send your defense out there. So yeah, <laughs> football analogy. Football. <laughs> football is coming up. I actually was just talking about it yesterday. That's and funny. I was like, I can't wait till football starts. It's like 30 days away, probably, or so now. Yeah, because we're in August now. So fall is right around the corner. And they really start preseason before fall. It'll be at the end of the month. Yeah, like I said, it's it's around 30 days or so. Mm -hmm. And you're so excited. Yes. How excited you are for football. Yeah. (laughs) Football's good. I bet those athletes, they have to persevere out there sometimes. They've been training all summer. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other level of perseverance. Whole other level. I think that when we persevere in our life, it is a good model for our kids too, for those of us who are parents. Oh yeah. Because we want our kids to have that character trait of not just giving up when something goes wrong or something gets hard. Right. And I think that's really good for our kids. But at the same time, I think even for people without kids or even people with their own kids, but looking at others as well, Mm -hmm. it's a good model for others. Mm-hmm. in general for younger people to see older people do that because I mean I you know when I think of our life you know I'm, yeah 100% I'm trying to influence our kids and make sure that they're being raised the way that they should and, and kind of being taught to persevere through some things and some hard yeah. times but I think seeing or showing that excuse me showing that in others that they can benefit from that because I think looking back I mean you know we could see I don't think people I know I, I always talk about back in the day but Craig I don't is think really people, old, y'all. I know. I talk about it all the time. I feel like really old. Grandpa but Craig. At the same time, I just feel like it's a different generation. I feel like our generation now is a little more open and a little more the world we live in. Maybe not our generation. The world we live in is mm-hmm. more open and honest about difficulties and stuff like that. People would struggle with finances or they didn't make a whole lot of money and they weren't able to make their goals or they weren't able to get the things that they wanted but you never heard them talk about it you never heard them complain mm-hmm. and I guess it's I don't know it's just different something in my head that it's just like yeah. letting people know that you're content but yet you still have this goal that you are striving for mm-hmm. I think speaks a lot in the world that we live in I think there's a balance too of yeah not complaining about everything and maybe right. some of what you're remembering is because you were young you were a child or a young right, person right. and 
So if older people, adults were talking about that, you weren't hearing that conversation maybe. That's true. But I do think that in the world we live in, complaining is a really popular thing. And we hear oh, a yeah. lot of it because mm-hmm. of social media and technology and those things that we didn't have when we were growing up. It's become a space for some people where that's all they do with their social media is oh, just yeah. complain about other people. Or maybe they feel like a victim because they didn't get that promotion at work because this person was... Right you know, being a kiss up or whatever, like you hear that and see that more than what maybe you would without social media. And we do live in a little bit, in my opinion, of a discontent world. We were talking about contentment earlier. And I think that because we talked in a previous episode about instant gratification, we live in an instant gratification society. And that wasn't a thing several years ago. That's becoming more and more as, Mm -hmm. as we get older, I notice it for sure more and more, like even in myself, but definitely in younger people that if they're going to have to work five years to get a $10,000 raise, they're not going to do that. And you and I have talked before privately, but we may have mentioned on the podcast too, that when we were college age and graduating from college, the people that were our age and in our peer group at that time, you were just happy to graduate from college and get an entry level position at a company. Oh yeah. Like that was the goal for kids of the nineties, like go to college, get a bachelor's degree in business Mm -hmm. and go get a job and maybe you'll make $40,000 a year. And that was like really great. Now I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that $40,000 a year is like a really great salary now, because obviously here we are 20 years later, but equate that to maybe what 60 or $70,000 a year. And you have kids graduate from college and that's, they're not content with that. They want to graduate from college and move into like a six figure salary, you Mm -hmm. know, and we know kids like that. We know parents of kids like that, who their kids can't figure out what they want to do. They can't find their niche in life. They can't settle on something. And it's a lot of times it's because it's like that thing is not good enough for them. And so the perseverance behind that would be, I think just understanding that sometimes you do have to start small. Mm-hmm. and build and that is yeah. hard i think for some of the generations coming yeah. up and i think that's kind of where i was going with the my point i just didn't really express it as well but just showing young people today that you are content but yet it's okay to have goals yes. so it's okay to come out of out of college or out of trade school or whatever you're doing and have this expectation of someday i want to get to this point right where it's not okay is to come out and say I deserve that to be right now. Yes. And, you know, getting in and putting your nose to the grind and getting mm-hmm. <laughs> getting dirty and working yeah. is the only way you can truly, in my opinion, is the only way you can truly appreciate where you've come from and what you're doing. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of hard work to be successful. Now, you have the people that are the successful people right off the bat. Oh, yeah. There's kids now in high school that are influencers <laughs> and making all kinds of money. And they're, if they're on sports teams, they've got, the, you know, looking at NIL deals for when they get to college because they've got sponsorships and all this yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, it's insane. And that's, you know, the world that we live in. It's just continually changing to that. All these TikTok famous kids. Right, right. <laughs> and the problem, though, what what I see as the problem from that is those are more the anomaly. Yes. That that's not real life. For but a small the problem, percentage. But the pro yeah, it's a small percentage. But the problem is is you got these thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of other kids that have access to that social media. Mm-hmm. They have access to all of what these peers that they see and they're like just immediately like, why can't I have that? Yeah. And they're not able to see that 
they need to step back and make their own goal, make their own way, make their own path in life. Because it might not be as glamorous as they think it is exactly. or whatever. There's always another side to the story. And yes, there are people that are super content and super happy and they're super blessed and wealthy and all that kind of stuff. But I think it, there is something to be said. I mean, we're kind of full circle wrapping this back around, but I do think there is something to be said for teaching mm-hmm. the persistence of a consistent life and a content life. Yeah. And you're being dead on when you were talking about, you know, years ago, you didn't hear people talking about it and you you kind of appreciate that now you do in a way that just as much as people are maybe complaining on social media or just quicker to complain about what they don't have. I also think that there is a vulnerability with our culture now of like, this is hard. This is work. And I appreciate that when you hear that from other people, like maybe a social media influencer. I know there's a couple on TikTok that I follow and they're just really cute. They're this young married couple, but they did a TikTok that kind of explained how long they worked to become TikTok famous. Like it wasn't like they just posted a video and it blew up and they had instant success. It's been a gradual process for them over the last few years. And now they are straight social media influencers and that is how they make a living but it wasn't like they just got on tiktok and it happened they had to persevere they had to work through that so i appreciate the vulnerability for their followers to see that you know we didn't just become overnight success and i think that we can model that for people if we're just honest and when when someone congratulates us on a job well done with something or says they admire us about something just being open and honest about how we got there just being verbal that well thank you you know I've been working Mm -hmm. for five years to get to this point or it's taken a lot but by the grace of God here I am or you know whatever but just not acting like oh yeah I'm cool (laughs) yep I brought that up because I do think that the contentment and the stepping back and looking at our life and realizing that we're blessed a lot of times that's where I think we get weak is don't look at how blessed we are we look at oh woe is me type situation and And we've all been there I more so probably than you because I have that is in my person and I think it's a personality thing too Mm -hmm. and that is part of my personality part of my personality is to look back and be like all right well I've got this friend that's a year younger than me or maybe a year older than me and they're like so much further along in their career or they've got this huge house and you know we look at things and we don't know this full story though yes we talk about that a lot right yeah we don't know all we see is the visual Mm -hmm. the the what's up front and we can't judge somebody by we don't you and i yeah we can't judge somebody by the success of what it looks like they have yes we judge people we don't judge people that's not a terrible (laughs) we disclaimer we don't judge people yeah disclaimer (laughs) we assess people we assess people by how happy they are in their life and how content they are in their life. And we mo- And where I'm going with that is, is we try to model our life after people that are not driven by those standards of yes. you got to have the $500,000 house and the brand new cars and all that kind of stuff. Because we realize that a lot of people, there's nothing wrong with having any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if that's your only motivator is just to say that you have that, your life could be miserable trying to get that right. when you could have a very content life being blessed in what you have mm-hmm. and trying to just to live in that. And if you're miserable, you're not going to persevere the right way. No, no, you're going to give up. 
yeah, you, that's where I think having goals is important and surrounding yourself with people who have a similar goal or have already achieved the goal that you want. I think that they can really speak into your life and encourage you to stay on that path of perseverance. And maybe it only took them three years to achieve their five-year goal, but they can still encourage you that taking those baby steps and moving towards that goal and having that perseverance is really what got them there. And I think right. you and I, in our parenting, we're trying to do that with our kids. It's hard as a parent to not want, I think every parent wants the best for their kids. Oh yeah. And it's hard as a parent to see your kid go through something that's difficult and that's challenging. And it's easy to just want to give your kids stuff or just do stuff for them. At least for me, it can be easy to just be like, Oh, I'll just do that for you. Yeah. Or let me give you this $20 to go do whatever, you know? Yep. And sometimes that's okay. But sometimes also we need to teach them the path of perseverance like well you have a job or you've earned money so if you want to go do these things this summer or go do these things this fall then you have to persevere and continue to earn your money and continue to budget your money to reach that goal I think that sets them up to hopefully in their adulthood set goals whether they be short-term goals or long-term goals and persevere through those and then I pray that they'll come back to us for guidance because we've been the ones that guide them through and I pray that they will surround themselves with a community of people that they can go to for guidance I don't want Mm -hmm. them to just come to us as mom and dad but to go to other people youth leaders they've had or teachers they admire or their own peer group that has the same goals that they have that they can encourage one another to persevere through the difficult times Mm -hmm. or through the slow seasons but not to just like try to skip steps in life and jump ahead or step on people or hurt people to try to get ahead and get where you want to go because that's that ultimately is going to make you miserable and you're going to make other people miserable along the way like that's not the goal of perseverance at all right I think you're dead on there too because I think a lot of our persistence in life and our ability to persevere through hard times is who we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. I do believe that we can surround ourselves with encouragers that will help us through those times. And they don't even have to know exactly what you're trying to persevere through. Yeah, You know, they're just the person that brings that encouragement and positivity to your life right. that is in such a positive way that they don't even know they're doing it. Yeah. You know, it's just that type of person. I think that's what helps us through most times. It's not that we have to air all that out to what we're trying to persevere through to the rest of our friends or the even our family or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just you have those people in your lives, those certain people that no matter what's going on, they don't have to even know. They just are an encourager to you and you, they can lift you up by not even knowing it. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I can do this yeah. you know, or whatever. And they didn't even know they did that. Right. You know? So I think that's important to surround yourself with people like that. My mom has always said that I'm a mimicker. Mm-hmm. And so if I hang around with somebody for any length of time, I'll start talking like them. I'll start acting like them or whatever. And so when I think about stuff like that, that's where my mind will go. Because if we're around people that are constantly negative or we're, you know, they're not encouraging your goals and your, your thought patterns or your way of life or whatever like that, you can get distracted and discontent and get way off track and again they might not even know what you're going through it's just you've surrounded yourself with people that don't lift you up and help you to strive to be a better person Mm -hmm. and that just can be so negative on our life absolutely and may we strive to be those people exactly who are that for others to help lift the others up as well and i think a lot of that just has to do with living authentically 
You right. know, we're talking about maybe sometimes being jealous of people who have more than what we do or mm-hmm. have something that we think we want. We don't always know the backstory behind why they have what they have or what they did get what they have. Right. But the more you get to know someone, sometimes you do learn that you learn their backstory and you were talking about kind of living a happy life and living a fulfilled life. And what you see on the outside is not, it's hard to know, like someone might appear happy. Yeah. And then the more you get to know them, you learn further about them and maybe it is a fake happiness Oh yeah. or maybe it is a genuine happiness and they have chosen that happiness despite their circumstances. Right. And I think that we learn those lessons when people are authentic with mm-hmm. us and when they don't just sit down and paint everything rosy right. and make it all look pretty or be bragging and try to make yeah. themselves look better than they are or not right. give credit to the people who have helped them achieve their goals or get where they are. Right. But when we can live an authentic life And we can share our struggles with people and we can use those moments in our life that have been hard or that have maybe not even been hard, but been great. And we can use that to encourage someone who's going through a hard time. Your life does not have to perfectly align with someone else's for you to be an encourager to them. Just living an authentic life and trying to be that positive example all the time. And you can be a positive example even when you're going through something hard. Yeah. Being a positive example doesn't mean you're just happy-go-lucky all the time, like everything's okay. Being a positive example means I'm walking through a really hard season, but I'm trying to persevere and walk it well. Well, I mean, great examples of that are the two, Amy and Brittany, that you've interviewed so far, you know, and just hearing their stories. I mean, both of them took a lot of perseverance to get through a very hard season in life, a hard time, a hard thing. And it still takes perseverance to continue to walk in that. And then yes, to turn around and say on top of, Hey, I'm going through all this or I'm going through all that to say now that I'm going through it and I've kind of, figured it out a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and I've got it, you know, cause we don't all have it down a hundred percent, but they've gotten success to say, now I want to encourage others. You know, yes. that's where the true testimony is there. And that's, that's really awesome. So Absolutely. yeah, they were great examples of that. So if you haven't yeah. listened to those episodes, go back and listen to them. The yes. episode with Amy and the episode with Brittany, it was very, very impactful. They uh, will encourage you for sure. Yes. Absolutely. I think this was a good topic to talk about today. It's just something that we've been living with creating the podcast the last few months and then Mm -hmm. you launching into a new career the last few months. It's just kind of been the theme. And again, I think it's the theme of our life. I think persevering through life is important and it's something that, again, you and I have not done perfectly, but we strive to do it well. Yes. The road through life takes a lot of turns. Yes. There's a lot of hills. There's a lot of turns. Yes, it would be easy. It would be nice if we just... We're like on the straight and narrow, perfect path. (laughs) We're not perfect. But not only is the road curvy, not only is it road hilly, Mm -hmm. but it's also got some really big potholes in it. (laughs) Fall in them sometimes. (laughs) It takes you a little bit to get out. Yeah. They might not even be a pothole. It might be a complete sinkhole that takes (laughs) you a car sometimes. I mean, that's, I mean, seriously though, that is what happens. I mean, there are things that can kind of completely derail you. Mm Mm-hmm throughout your life that you really have to focus on getting back on track yes, or fighting to get back on track yes. and having that persistence to say, all right, that is not where I wanted to go. That was a wrong turn or mm-hmm. that was the wrong road, whether we were forced down that road or we went down there by choice. Yeah. There is a huge, huge 
probability that every one of us will be on that type of a road at some point in time in our life that is just really hard and it will take us a while to get back on track. So, well, and that I think when we plan perseverance, like we're talking about setting goals for yourself yeah. and like in your work life and in your family life, like some of the things that feel like they're in your control when you set Absolutely. those goals and you practice that perseverance in your career or you practice yeah. that perseverance in your marriage or with your kids or with your finances, when you're practicing yep. that and then you do fall into a pothole, you've been practicing perseverance in all these other areas. So you've got that muscle developed right? so that when something surprising happens, like I used the example earlier about someone you know unexpectedly going into the hospital or something like that, that would be a pothole, especially oh, if it's yeah. going to be like a long-term situation or even a short-term situation. It's just hard but you have been working that perseverance muscle in all these other areas of your life so it's going to be natural Mm -hmm. that it works in that situation to you and I think that's another reason it's so important to exercise it in what I'm going to call your controllables even though we know there's not we really aren't in control of our life but the things we think we're in control of when you persevere through your controllables I think that will help you to learn to persevere through the things that are out of your control as well yeah that's really good well I think it's definitely uh whether somebody would want to admit it or not, everybody goes through. And But I think that a lot of times we feel like we're alone in some of the things we persevere through. Yeah. And I think that's where I've said over and over again, the world that we live in seems to be more open to com- a little more communication, a little more therapy, would you say, whether or not it's actual clinical therapy, but it's therapy between friends and yes. coworkers or whatever, being yes. vulnerable with other people. And I think those things allow us to be able to open up, but some people still struggle with that mm-hmm. and feel that, that thought and that feeling of I'm alone in this. I'm all by yeah. myself. Nobody else has gone through this. You know, I'm 100%. And that's where I think the beauty of getting some help through things like that and to be able oh, yeah. to help you through some of the things that you do need to persist through, whether it be your mental health, mm-hmm. your physical health because i mean look at i mean and that's with what i do everybody has a coach you know i'm coaching people in their careers and in their futures but everybody i mean even the greatest sports people of all times they had a coach yes they weren't just perfect and they didn't know how to do everything Mm -hmm. they had a coach everybody needs a coach and sometimes we just need somebody to coach us through life to be in through the decisions that we've made or we're going to make or where we're going to go to get us to that goal of being persistent and getting to where we're wanting to be. So sometimes goals are their goals and mm-hmm. they're hard to get to sometimes. But I think yeah. that through that, getting help with uh, from others is where we can g- gain that confidence and, and get back on track or, oh, yeah. or even see it fulfilled sometimes. So yeah, we need but people. No one's alone. <laughs> right. Even though they think it. Yes, absolutely. So anyhow, that's persistence. We persisted through this uh-huh. episode. Way to persevere, babe. I know. How'd my attitude like, get through this episode? Through. Was it better than it was at the beginning? You told me you were having to persevere through my attitude about the oh. microphone. <laughs> that was just the microphone, the setup. <laughs> Thanks for talking to me about this. Thanks for being uh, vulnerable and sharing your life where you've had to persevere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's lots of areas. I mean, lots of vulnerability that there's there. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope that you have someone in your life that you can talk to about your goals. Yeah. Be vulnerable and open up. There's people out there. Because if you're thinking it, someone else has thought it. If you're feeling it, someone else has felt it. Yeah. We're not alone as we sometimes think that we are. It just takes that step of being vulnerable. And and if you have a goal, someone that can help us. And if you have a goal in life, 
somebody else has probably maybe not had the exact same goal, but they've had a similar goal and they've, maybe they've succeeded. Maybe they haven't, but together maybe you can help each other. Yeah. All right, people stay perseverant. Yep. (laughs) Perseverant. Is that a word? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Stick with it. Bye everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode. Tiff and I really appreciate all the love and the support that we get from all of the fans. And we would like you to continue doing that by liking, sharing, and rating uh, on your favorite podcasting apps. So until next time, thank you.